Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 81 of Better Regulate Than Never. I love Brene Brown, and I am sure I've talked about her in a podcast before. I have read a lot of her work and listened to both of her podcasts every week. I can't even imagine having two podcasts. I barely, (laughs) I feel like I can't keep track of one. I learned so much about myself in that reading and listening. And there's one topic that I think would be so beneficial for you today. Brene researches emotions, but probably her most famous research is about shame. My first experience with that word was in my childhood when I walked from the bathroom to my bedroom in a towel and my mom said, where's your shame? I didn't really know what she was talking about or what it meant. I might have asked her. I don't really remember now, but she was meaning I shouldn't be walking around without clothes on. Now, I still had to tell and wasn't showing anything that clothing hadn't shown or at least a swimsuit hadn't shown before. I think the idea was our naked body or even the idea of a naked body under a towel is shameful. I should be full of shame about my body. I never saw either of my parents without some sort of clothing on, and they were very protective of their shame, in quotation marks. I am sure that this was part of their upbringing. Their grandparents were part of the era where it is scandalous to show your ankle, and they didn't think about how saying your body was shameful could cause all sorts of body image issues or self-worth issues. It was just how you talked about bodies. But shame has always been around, and it is a human emotion that all of us will feel and probably do regularly, unfortunately. I can bring up in my memory right now times when I felt ashamed of something that I did or said. When you think back and remember it, you can immediately feel shame as strong as it ever was. It is so painful. That is what makes shame so toxic. We don't want to talk about what we are ashamed of because we want to hide it. But the more we hide it, the more corrosive shame will be. Shame is the feeling that comes from the thought that there's something wrong with you. Many times we think that there's something wrong with us for all sorts of reasons. In order to get relief from shame, we must open it up to the light. We can't keep it hidden. Now, I don't mean telling the world all of our deep, dark secrets, but you need to have someone who knows a best friend, a therapist, a life coach that can help you work through those unpleasant, painful feelings. As I write this, I am reliving some painful memories of shame. They don't really haunt me anymore, but I still feel that sting of how painful it was at the time. I definitely felt that there was something wrong with me and I did need to make some changes, but I was making that mean at the time that I was a mistake, not that I had made a mistake. That is the difference with shame. Shame says I am a mistake. I said that to myself so much in my first 40 years of life. I want you to know how to combat that feeling so you don't spend 40 years thinking you are a mistake. An example that Brene Brown gives in her book 
Daring Greatly, is about an artist putting their work into the world. I can relate to this example now that I have a podcast. This podcast is my art. My life coaching is my art. And I have created this podcast and put it into the world for everyone to see. Brene says that the problem comes when our when other people's opinions or experiences with our art is connected to our self-worth. So that means that your experience or opinion of my podcast could be connected to my self-worth. If people like my podcast, that means I am worthy. If people don't like my podcast, that means that there's something wrong with me. Believe me, it is hard not to attach self-worth to what we create. I work on that every day. I tell myself that this podcast is meaningful and helpful, even if no one listened to it, or even if a couple of people listened to it. My work as a life coach is meaningful and helpful, even if someone were to say that they didn't want to work with me. Because obviously, when I offer my services to the world, some people are going to say, no, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I don't want to work with you. And that doesn't mean anything about who I am. I have the perfect personality and technique for the people that will work with me and other people will find coaches that are best for them. There is nothing wrong with me and my style or someone else's. It is a preference. Just like the McDonald's menu items that I've talked to talked to you about before, they are all equally good. I just like some better than others. And my best friend might feel the opposite and like different things than I like. If I attached my self-worth to this podcast or my life coaching business, I would be too afraid to continue. I know this is, this information is vital for someone to hear. So I just put it out there every Tuesday. Feeling shame has everything to do with our thoughts. What we are saying to ourselves is what causes that shame. This is what my brain tells me sometimes. You aren't saying anything new in this podcast. This is all stuff people already know. You certainly didn't have your life together for so long. Why do you think you should tell others about life in a podcast? I remember worrying about people who knew me in high school or early adulthood would hear this podcast and laugh about how dumb it was that someone like me would dare talk about how to regulate their emotions or how to have their best life when I had made so many mistakes. This, this shame is fueled by what I was telling myself about me and my past and how I was such a screw up and that I am inherently a bad person. I only got rid of that thought probably five years ago. I spent so much time in misery trying to forget about the teenage and young adult Cynthia. I was ashamed of her and her mistakes. I wanted to pretend she didn't exist. But I kept making mistakes and telling myself that I would always be broken. It really wasn't until life coaching and coaching myself did I finally work through all of the shame about myself? Shame is fear of disconnection. 
We've talked about the primitive brain in this podcast before, and that there is part of the brain that helps us to survive. We need to be connected to others in order to survive. So shame makes us feel like we are not worthy of connection with others, and that is a survival need. I think teenagers and young adults feel even more shame because of course you are making more mistakes than your older adult counterparts. You are still trying to figure out life and how to navigate relationships and mistakes and miscalculations will be made. And other people, your parents, teachers, friends, romantic partners may tell you that you are doing it wrong or react negatively to what has happened. You can tell yourself that there is something wrong with you and you are not worthy of your connection with them, or you can see what part of your behavior might need to change and realize we are all learning how to be in this life. If you have done something that you feel sorry about, that is a learning experience and you can decide what your actions will be next time. Don't tell yourself that you were dumb or something is wrong with you. Everyone makes mistakes. And we can use those mistakes and the painful feeling to help us make different decisions next time. I have had students tell me that they lied about something and feel so terrible about it, or they cheat on their romantic partner and feel so guilty about it. I think that is good. We should feel bad when we do something against our values. That is a healthy response. If we don't feel guilty, That is another problem altogether. Use that guilty feeling to help you make different decisions next time. The feeling of guilt can be a teacher. Shame cannot teach us because it keeps us paralyzed. We don't feel hope to change if we think that there is something wrong with us. When these things happen, we can't go back and erase the mistake but we can be intentional about what we think and feel about it, and that will fuel our actions and results. Don't let yourself feel, think and feel things without your consent. When we start to feel shame and the pain of it, our instinct is to resist or to ignore it. This explains so much buffering that goes on with overeating, using drugs, binging Netflix, or playing video games all day. We usually spend a lot of time victimizing ourselves over and over with our thoughts about what a loser we are, or of course no one will ever like us. This is out of control shame, and we need to take control of our brains so that we can choose what we think and feel about the situation. Ask yourself these questions. How can this make me stronger? What can I learn so this makes me smarter? How can I use this? What do I want to create from this? If we need to be sorry and make amends, do that. If we need to let ourselves off the hook, do that too. Sometimes we have to let ourselves off the hook, but others haven't. We can't control the other people. We just keep, we just have to keep showing that we are working toward a different behavior and the other people will follow along later. I see this so much with my clients when they have damaged trust in their relationship with their parents. If you sneak out or drink too much at a party or fail a class, my clients tell me that their parents keep bringing it up to them, even when they are trying to change their behavior. 
You have to continue to believe in yourself and keep moving toward the goal you want, even if no one else believes you. That is hard. I promise. As you move towards trust, trust, their questioning and concerns will start to ease up. Now, if you continue the behavior of sneaking out, drinking too much, failing classes, you are showing them that you are not trying to change those scenarios in your life. You want to make sure that you're spending more time focusing on the solution rather than focusing on the problem. Talk to yourself as you would a friend. Yes, you made a mistake, but you are a good person and I love you. You are learning a tough lesson about life. Thank goodness you are learning it now while your parents are here to help you. This topic is very heavy and even many adults don't want to talk about it or work on it. I want you to do the hard work of bringing your shame to light. Now remember, that doesn't mean telling everyone about all your stuff. Some people haven't earned the right to hear about your shame, but there are people you can share it with. Find someone. I can be that someone for you. Check out my website or social media and contact me about working together. Just look up betterregulatethanever.com. We can examine your shame and find out how to regulate it. You will feel so much better. You cannot make changes from shame. So I want you to help you become courageous against shame. Part of that is watching your thoughts and choosing new ones. Talk to you soon.